Well, let me start out by saying that uh, unlike other podcasts who like last week or the week before were like, yeah, we're done for the year. We are not done. We we no. we are here for you to fill in the dearth of podcasts because everyone else is lazy and they don't yeah. want to work anymore. Um, I've had I've had to resort to reading books, Andrew. Here's the thing: the I'm, grind they got never me stops. reading books. <laughs> the the grind never stops. It does pause occasionally, but it never stops. Um, so yeah. write that down. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you understand this, <laughs> you know what. Uh, you're just making an intellectual point, really, when it comes That's down to true. it. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is, like, I it happens to me every year. I don't know why I don't prepare more mentally for it, but mm. the whole like this time of year where everyone starts thinking about the year that yeah. they've gone through, mm. and they're making their their cap cut uh, Instagram reels. <laughs> about Six here's how it started here's from ended. this year yeah. right yeah right it's like i um i hate it i hate new year i hate the idea of it i hate the the segmenting of your life into these discrete you know uh like you gotta bookend right. things like it like it has any sort of meaning mm-hmm. other than what we assign to it like here's the thing i'm trying to say andrew i live in the present so like oh, okay every day is a new year to me <laughs> i I'm Each just day zen. is a new opportunity to go out there and get some paper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rising and grind, grind and hustle. Um, no, Welcome I, to the preeminent hustle culture pro ca- po- podcast. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, with that said, how was your 2020? <laughs> 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 I just like refuse to abide by this concept. I mean, like, whatever stuff happened, stuff will happen. Well, I do want to say, you know, I've I've been seeing people posting about all the you know uh, accomplishments they've made this year. People who, you know, like read more, did all this stuff, and that's like all great, and I appreciate that. But I'm over here, like, man, I survived this year, and you're just like the best. (laughs) The uh, like, honestly, like the fact that I made it through this year given how yeah. rough it was for me is, yeah. is an accomplishment in and of itself. So, you know, yeah, I have to remember say, not to, uh, <laughs> would you say it was know, a sort of, myself. I'm going to make it through this year. If it kills me, um, <laughs> welcome to the 2023 challenge. The challenge is to survive 2023. Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to recap my year, I started out the year sick. Um, oh, you did. and then I, and then I got a different kind of sick. Um, <laughs> You and were very then, sickly. And then they gave me drugs for that sickness that made me a, an even worse different kind of sick. <laughs> um, and then the stress from being that sick made me a different kind of other sick. Um, <laughs> and so I was basically feeling like I had a tummy ache every day from a January through till like April or early May. Um, yeah. You're just, and, you're just uh, Mr. Tummy Hots. Yeah. Um, thankfully that's gone. Um, but, uh, but then I got, you know, super duper stressed out and anxious too. Um, and so, um, by the time both of those things finally started to settle down in about mid September, I lost my job. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a banner one for you. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Um, 
You know, you, I did get a new you, job. You did. But, uh, but then I was like, finally, I was like, okay, I'm finally in a position to like, uh, think about dating again or something like that, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, that's how they get that you. That didn't pan out either. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you, you're not supposed to think about it ever. It's just supposed to sneak up on you. Apparently. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought that it had, but I get, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Not um, sneaky enough. Well, speaking of tummy hurt, um, we want to do gas station comestibles corner. Let's sure. just get it out of the way this week. <laughs> yeah. Get back this might, this, to normal. This might be the podcast that kills Aaron. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know why I did this to fatality. myself. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happens. This is what happens to an MF if we don't record for like a week or two because I already I just, am eating. Yeah. From the trash can all the time. Definitely eating from the trash can. I, I just collect... I found more Takis. I didn't know there were these <laughs> this many Takis. Yeah. We got like... uh, We got an all Takis lineup and then a sour candy to, to chase it. So let's mm. just get this... I'm so mad at myself. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> this is... This is Takis Explosion Cheese and Chili Pepper. I think okay. it's like... It's not an American flavor. Like if you go to the American store, they don't have this. So it's from somewhere else. I cannot determine. These fiery snacks will take your taste buds on a roller coaster ride of flavors that will leave you craving more. Mm. As you take your first bite, you'll be greeted by the intense heat of the chili peppers, which adds a bold and exciting kick. But don't worry, the savory cheese flavor quickly swoops in to provide a satisfying balance. It's like the opposite for me, but it's good. Okay. So I got the cheese first. Like I was alarmed at the cheesiness. Um, remember I had those nacho ones mm-hmm. like uh, last episode, I think, or maybe two ago that I was like, they taste like half uh Dorito, you know, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. like double Dorito. Yeah. The classic double Dorito. On on the uh, the product page on this store uh, for Takis at the bottom, it's you may also like, and this is a Chinese Lay's flavor. It's uh, Lay's numb and spicy hot pot flavor. <laughs> I love I it. This is, listen, this is gonna numb. Like th- this is gonna be so spicy. It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just coming out with it and telling you. You know, they're just gonna uh, tell you you're not gonna feel anything. And you can't By get mad way, at us because we put it on the label. Did you see that there was a commercial that someone uh, uploaded to uh, Twitter, I think, that was for Old El Paso Extra Mild, uh, which is <laughs> apparently made for made for Europe or something like that, or for you, the UK. is UK market. They have ec- an extra mild line of food because... There's, there's what is it, just tomatoes? It's just a tomato I guess sauce. so, yeah. It's like, listen, we didn't put any of that salt that we know you guys don't like in here, so... <laughs> Yeah. Why don't they like salt? Why are they so afraid of salt? I don't understand. There's no reason for them to be like I don't that. I don't know. All right, here's my next one. This is habanero and cucumber. This is Takis Zombie. Zombie. Which habanero is a reserved trade it's reserved. It's got a R. Yeah, that is. Hmm. Wonder who In the URL, they put the reserved R. How did I didn't even know you could use that character in a URL, yeah. but they do. Okay. Registered um, trademark. These are exceptionally green. Um, they do look very green. I don't know how I feel about a uh, like a chip type snack that looks 
that green, you know? That's not like a natural flavor or color you expect for that. That'd be like a Pringles being bright blue. Wow. So, like, we're recording this, and it's like 11.13 right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think even at, like, 2 a.m., it would still be too early in the day <laughs> to have this kind of flavor. <laughs> it's just a lot happening. It's, um... <laughs> It's disconcerting to have a dry thing taste like a cucumber because like mm. the flavor of cucumber is like vegetal. Right? It's very like vegetal and 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 moist, frankly. It uh, feels like I'm eating dehydrated lettuce. Does that make sense? Like a, like a lettuce chip or something. Yeah. And that doesn't sound know. good. It's that not. Sounds... It's, it's not as bad as I'm making it sound, but it's yeah. strong. Mm. Um, It's not that hot. So. OK. Or maybe my taste buds are burnt out because we did. um. Thai food last night for it was my mom's birthday. So that could be. Thai you did mention that you, before we recorded that you burned your uh, your tongue on. And I on did burn my tongue soup. on some soup. So maybe maybe I've protected. Maybe Which I knew. A, frankly, you know. Here's the thing. I think that if you burn your tongue on some soup or like a pizza or some hot chocolate or whatever, they should uh-huh. give you purple heart for that. I. I would have so many purple hearts. I'm always burning my mouth. I'm the bravest boy with, when you think I, about it. I have a purple heart with like 70 oak leaf clusters. Okay. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, okay. So right. I like how I mentioned that, that uh, like I, before I, because you're now going to engage in the, or indulge in the Takis blue heat. And I realize I just mentioned how unsettling a blue chip would be without realizing that you are about <laughs> to eat a blue next. chip. I know. You said that. I was all, hold on to your buds, man. Yeah. This, this is unsettling. This, this does is not. so blue. Like, I don't know how I can explain how blue. The, like, the, I'm. The, I'm not one to be like, oh, you know, artificial foods, you know, whatever. But like this, this looks disconcertingly artificial. This is artificial, like I'm you know? eating a chemical. Like I'm eating. Yeah, this, this doesn't look like it was processed. This looks like it was created in a lab, like grown in a lab. You know, it's like. Mm. I watched a YouTube video of somebody trying to make purple gold. Yeah. Um, And the various chemical like sludges and concentrations and liquids chemicals that, are weird that he used in doing it that, that yeah. this looks like something from that um this is the thing about chemists is that they're all kind of sickos um <laughs> and it's yeah. time that someone did something about it <laughs> food scientists should <laughs> should be dragged before the hague yeah uh okay here you're dragged goes the through blue, the street tarred and blue feathered. heat which which on the heat bar on the side of the chips is the full heat bar and the bar is on fire like that's yeah, how it says it, it to says be. some legends say that blue flames burn the hottest of all that's not a legend that's just that's how just kind of how it works yeah uh Taki's blue heat rolled tortilla chips are like a fireball for your mouth a furnace for your taste buds oh, a gosh. sun flare for your face why did i do this to myself okay, here we go i wish i had a drum roll uh um um, that's not that bad. Let's see if it. <laughs> I love, I love when your verdict is like, Neh. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I do, um, I do think the, the, the copywriters for the snacks tend to write things that the snack itself can't cash, you know? This isn't as hot as normal Takis. I don't, let me have one really? more. Maybe I just, hmm. let's see here. My fingers are blue now. 
Um, well, that you'll you'll have that. Yeah. Um. Okay. There. There's a little bit. Is it? I think I might have COVID. I think I might have COVID. Or I've become a bird. Someone replaced me with bird genetics, so I can't taste capsaicin anymore. I mean, I can taste the spicy, but it's not not that bad. It's honestly yeah. not as bad as normal Takis. I'm, I don't know. I must have got a bad batch here or something, or I've just become well, so strong. I'm, I'm wondering if they use some sort of, uh, you know, flavorant or spice kind of thing in it that like degrades very quickly. And these have been on the shelf too long, you know. They say, Something like I mean, that. they say I need to eat them by February 28th. So, okay. Um, all right, let's, let's try the sour. <laughs> it's just like, it's radioactive. It decays quickly. So if you don't eat it fast enough, it's not <laughs> spicy anymore. <laughs> it's not blue anymore. It turns yeah. green or something. It's like, you need to eat this while your Geiger counter can still recognize it. Otherwise it's just going to taste kind of bland. All right. We have okay. sour tooth pineapple belts. What yeah. Is, so, so what do they mean by belt here? Is it just a strip? It's just like that, a strip of chewy candy. Okay. Um, I, I would just call it a strip then, not a belt. Yeah, I could not wrap this whole thing around my waist. I mean, though, I would wear a larger belt than yeah, most. But I, I feel like a sour a, a sour belt would be more of like a uh, um, a sexy times kind of thing. You <laughs> well, know, <laughs> she she likes to grab a hold of my sour belt, yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this is the thing I love the product um description on the website. Pineapple lovers, your search is over. Also, pineapple lovers semicolon. Your search is over. Pineapple, pineapple lovers semicolon. Your search is over. Pineapple se- lovers, your search is over. Pineapple lovers, your search is over. This sour this- belt is for you. If you are not in the mood to slice and dice the real food fruit just rip open one of these bags this is so they're telling me like oh this is basically pineapple you're fine yeah um i feel like that only works if you get for like the mangoes if you get the dried mangoes at like costco that's a sufficient substitute for actually getting a mango but not this is obviously not a, a sufficient substitute for pineapple this is I good do, I do like that at the top of the bag it says no sour like ours which could either mean that it's very sour or not very sour at all <laughs> No, it's it's sour, um, but it's not that bad. It's like normal sour candy sour. It's okay. good. Mm-hmm. With the pineapple, it works. I'm just noticing, too, this is a product of Spain. Like on the back of the package, if, you can... If, do they see that? España. España. Uh, oh, this one doesn't have... So on the picture on the website, it doesn't say this, but on mine, it says product of Spain right above a picture of a tooth that's winking. Uh-huh. That's their logo. And then has, and it's then a has sour an American tooth. it has an American flag next to it. But then it <laughs> product, says product of, of Spain, Spain American flag. <laughs> what the crap? I, I guess it's a commentary weird. on American Empire. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh the Spanish the Spanish American War never ended, folks. Yeah. You heard it here for the first time. Very so Andrew, I've put something in the notes here that I'm yeah, going to a... need your take on because I don't have any way to evaluate the truthfulness of this claim. This is an opinion piece from the Washington Post um, called uh, America's Best Example of Turning Around a Dying Town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is about Cleveland. 
in Ohio. Uh, okay, an auspicious start. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I don't, I never got the idea that Cleveland was a happening place. Am I wrong? It's, Is it happening? No. Is it the Portland not. of the Midwest? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a Midwest city, you know, it's fine. Uh, is my understanding so yeah um the what the picture that it's like one of those um scrolly boy websites where it's like a picture and yeah. you scroll and the text moves and the first well, picture is like okay it's from the waterfront you see cleveland it eh, i mean it just looks like a city there's a crane one crane okay well, I also enjoy that I I can't read this because the Washington Post, instead of letting me have like one free article a month or whatever, has apparently just decided that I, I have zero free articles oh. at any time. So Shoot. I'm just not allowed to read the Washington Post anymore, I guess. I've been banned That's, by Jeff well, Bezos for my views because of woke. So um, yeah. um, I don't know. Do I have uh, to sign in? Let me let me try and sign in. It's showing you a public square in the downtown Okay. That's supposed to mean something, and it doesn't look, it looks like a stupid oh, piece it. of space. Welcome to Cleveland, the city that leads the nation by far in finding new uses for empty office buildings. <laughs> this is Public Square in the heart of downtown. It used to be a transit hub full of cars and buses. A 2016 makeover turned it into an urban living room where people gather to eat, ice skate, and enjoy concerts. Okay, um... I don't see many people Colum out there doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Also, Columbus did this in 20... Before 2016. Let me, let me say that much. Columbus Commons opened in 2011. Same thing. It was a mall. They demolished it, turned it into a green space, and it sometimes hosts concerts and that's basically it and that looks roughly like what this is um so congrats i guess um and then the next thing they want to show you is a bunch of um terrible apartments since 2016 developers have converted five office towers around the square into residences Ooh. um i guess i don't know i don't know about office to residential conversions here here in columbus um we are just building mondo new apartments we don't really have a need to convert old office buildings into residential so um but i don't know this is this is interesting because i guess this is supposed to be like these are apartments that are like properly downtown um mm -hmm. and that is that is sort of interesting because i would say like Columbus, for example, the the downtown area, which is where the state capitol building is, and all of that, there aren't many apartments down there. Um, but you know, you, you go up the street like a quarter of a mile, <laughs> and there are. So I don't know. This is. I just love this picture. They're used. Public Square is now a lively mixed use neighborhood, and there's like four people walking around. Yeah, there's not anybody out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It kind of looks like a ghost town to me. Yeah. I don't it's see that this sad. is that different from like Cincinnati or frankly Detroit or Columbus or really, I don't know. I mean, this any is... downtown, like this seems like, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, who, who wrote this? The, the editorial board. 
It's also very short. There's not a lot of texture. It's mostly pictures. And I feel like it's like... And it's really depressing because the pictures aren't that great. Like, <laughs> Well, and it... I mean... Yeah, so it's a public square. Uh, there's Christmas tree light. Like, this... Okay, this is just normal stuff that happens. Columbus Commons has Christmas tree lights, too. And then it says, uh, I've never watched downtown grow at this pace before. Okay. <laughs> That's anecdotal. Um... Revitalizing Cleveland also took government support in the form of a 15-year property tax abatement for repurposing an old building. The state of Ohio offered a sizable tax credit for rehabilitating historic properties as well. Uh, Without the state tax credit, we couldn't have done it, said Doug Price, the third chief executive of K&D Group, which has renovated numerous downtown properties. So just, uh, yeah, um, don't charge taxes to people and they'll build stuff there, as it turns out. That's... uh, one easy trick, you know? Um, well, I don't know. This doesn't seem, it, it just ends and says, if Cleveland can do it, other cities can too. And it's like, okay, I yeah, don't know. Other, uh, so uh, it's all, oh, it's a promoting changing tax incentives is what they're trying. To I, do. I know that, that, uh, they're uh, trying to say, Ooh, our poor, our poor real estate people. Ooh, they, they need just no taxes, please. Please. Yeah. I note that Public Square, while it does have a bunch of buses, doesn't have like any other kind of transit. And I would suggest that like a modern, like proper city needs like actual good transit. And... It needs like light rail and more buses and some, you know, trains. Yeah. And... Yeah. 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 Oh, here's a comment. Clevelander here. Public Square is like fine. <laughs> it's come a long way from where it was to be sure, but it's not a utopian oasis of leisure. which uh yeah i don't know like yeah it's fun i mean i will say this you know in my uh very nearly 32 years of living uh all of the major cities in ohio cleveland columbus and and cincinnati have um been sort of revitalizing their downtowns from like the early or like late 80s early 90s like no one goes there because there's just nothing really to do and it's kind of sad to actually mm-hmm. making it a place that people want to go but they're not they've, they've got a long way to go still <laughs> put it that yeah. way yeah yeah well it, speaking of uh really really big changes to uh, a place this next article is from the los angeles times Mm. One of California's largest ICE detention centers could close. Staff urge Biden to keep it open. Oh, okay. um, right. yeah. So <laughs> this is the Geo Adelanto detention facility. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and you can see the two people in the image of this article, is- which is perfect. Walking into like being at the Geo Center. It mm. is a white lady who is a nurse who was. I'm just going to guess from looking at her, probably the meanest girl you knew in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the dumbest guy you knew in high school who also used to date her is over here on the left, who is a prison guard mm-hmm. um, or, or just like a prison worker. And these are the two people that we really need to care about, apparently. Um, and this make is, sure we keep this detention center open. Th- this is a privately operated detention center. I'm assuming this geo yeah. group is like a yeah. private prison corporation, which, which is a, an industry that is frankly ridiculous that it exists at all. But, uh, so you know, this is, I guess a it's funny, a growth industry. <laughs> this is like a funny area because in Atalanto, the only reason that city, if you can call it, that is there 
is that there was um, George Air Force Base used to be there. Ah. And then mm-hmm. in the 90s, during the Clinton administration, when they were just closing down a bunch of smaller military bases, mm-hmm. they closed down Brack. George Air Force Base and the, all of the jobs evaporated and it turned Brack. like the area into a ghost town. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Many they built a cases. prison. Yeah. Oh, so this okay, is just great. like yeah. this, the American tale going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically they've had all kinds of like, they've like used inappropriate chemicals on the detainees. They've done all kinds of terrible things. Mm. Um, you know, s- disciplinary segregation. In using 2021, the EPA issued a warning. Sick. After finding that a misuse of a chemical disinfectant spray caused detainees nosebleeds and nausea. Good lord. Yeah. You, what from what using? I heard, it was worse than nosebleeds and <laughs> nausea. Like, it was really aye, bad. Aye, aye. Like, I've known, I know people who work to get people out of, of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the stories I've heard are pretty bad. Um, yeah. And so I, it's just funny because they're saying, like, the peop, the local pe- the locals there don't want this shut down because they'll lose jobs. I'm going to tell you what, as a local who has to drive by this, this blight on humanity regularly, because it's like just down the street from my office. Yeah. Um, shut it down. I don't care. I don't care if all those people lose their job. I know, I know people who work there and, and they shouldn't have a job working there. Like, yeah, they shouldn't exist. It's evil and it's bad. <laughs> um, well, but it, it makes sense that there's a detention center there, right? Because you're so close to the border. Um, <laughs> yeah we're really close um just a little skip over there um it's yeah. funny because they'll I they'll mean, house people you're, there you're, from you're what like four or five hours from from san diego that you know uh, like but, three or four three it's, yeah. basically right next to it you know <laughs> but what's crazy is that <laughs> this people is, this is this is bizarre to me that there's a detention center it'd be like building a detention center here in columbus ohio it's like for who what where yeah. you know well they bring people from like that that got that that came from like the dominican republic into texas or right. things like that like so yeah. there's people from like Cuba or from like Africa who've who landed somewhere on the East Coast and they they detain them here. Like it's it's absurd. It's very ridiculous. Um Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. So anyhow, it's funny, uh it's just funny. I say it's funny because nobody asked me, no reporter asked me <laughs> if they would, I would have told them, close yeah. it, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's all I have High to Desert say. Detention um, Center. Lovely. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to have to drive by. I, I, I mean, like, I want to... Can I... Is there, like, an easy way for you to do a Google... Um, this is really funny. Is this it? Air. The High Desert Detention Center? Is what it is in the chat here. Uh, well, I'm on Google Maps it? already, so... Oh. <laughs> like, if you can get the street view, it's really gonna, like just show you how sad it is because there's nothing over there oh that's um, the, that's the san bernardino county sheriff high desert detention center that i that's a different detention center which should also be closed however <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna yeah. um it's uh, what is it is it even list it's not even like on the oh, here map, we go is it Ad- Adelanto ice processing center yeah 
on Rancho Road, it looks like. Uh, it should be right off the yeah, Air, no, Air Express found, Road. I found it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Isn't there's, it bleak? Uh, <laughs> there's not much going on here. I gotta be no. honest with you. Uh, across the street, um, that fenced off area, uh-huh. that used to be George Air Force Base. Ah, okay. And then yeah. they closed off half of it because it's um full of terrible forever chemicals that they can't get rid of, so they can't legally sure. like let anyone be there. But then the part of it that wasn't, or that was like, um, uh, I don't know, it wouldn't be any different than what it the use it is now is it's like a air big huge international like airport thing like a mm-hmm. like a commercial air airport yeah 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 and they do all kinds of crazy stuff they had they had the um what the heck is that president's plane or jet uh you know the the president, the presidents. They yeah. had Air Force One or Air Force Two here, like yeah, because it. it's the desert, so they store a bunch of old planes there. Yeah. Ooh, I've got a good. Uh, uh, this is interesting. I got a good satellite view of some old uh, Southwest planes getting chopped up. Yeah, That's there's all neat. kinds of like fun. I sometimes you know if I am bored, this and is just on like, my lunch break. I drive by there, look at the there's, planes. There's two runways, one of which is operational. The second one is just covered in old planes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyhow, uh, very interesting area. Um, would not be sad to see the ICE Detention Center go. Yeah. No, That's all I, I think have to see. We wouldn't be. It's fine, you know? Yeah. No one's too worried. Um... Speaking of law enforcement making everything worse and wasting all of your resources, um, I mean, I got the whole FedEx fleet out in the <laughs> desert by you. Good lord! Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like it's, it, I try to describe to you, all but of, like, there's all big... of FedEx's old trijets just yeah. sitting out there. Yeah, there's anybody need a plane? Of... And I, I can, Aaron can hook you up. Do you see that huge <laughs> solar farm? I do, yes. That that is like owned by um basically some Saudi or some sort of like Arab Emirates guy. Mm-hmm. And and basically the gist of it is like none of what's produced there goes back to us. It is oh, okay, all like great. used in some other Saudi operation somewhere else. Like <laughs> sold sold and yeah, right. Yeah, and it was like sold as we're gonna build solar. And then they're like, Yeah, but not not for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny mm-hmm. yeah i don't know exactly how all that works i think maybe it's to i don't know they sell it to finance something i don't know what it is but it's basically yeah. no public use of that mm. um what were we talking about oh back to back to um los los angeles California. los angeles there's this report that they they've they've done would you believe that they've never audited the LAPD's helicopter program. That's amusing because I understand that they use the helicopter quite judiciously there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they found out. So they finally did an audit um, of the, the helicopter program, and they spend sixty-one percent of its flight time in low-priority incidents <laughs> at a cost of nearly fifty million dollars per year to wow. taxpayers. Um, yeah. An average of just <laughs> under $3,000 per flight hour. Yeah. 
Yeah, they just, have just flying around having a good time. They basically. have seventeen helicopters and ninety employees. They have they have seventeen <laughs> helicopters. <laughs> for, yeah, for the city of Los Angeles, they have seventeen yeah. helicopters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's pretty ridiculous. Um, they fly. I, I think for Columbus 20 hours has every one. day. <laughs> they they fly for twenty hours. Good lord. They're logged an average of 1,600 hours of flight time each year. Uh, yeah. That's I just think, like... I think they should have one helicopter. I don't really see the need <laughs> for a police department to have more than one helicopter. They're not this... They're, and they're not even the CHP. Like, you know what I mean? They're yeah, some no, this sort is just like, LAPD alone. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You're a city. You need one helicopter. That's sort of the point of the helicopters that you can generally get anywhere in the city, which is why you don't need very many of them. The, the best uh, part the best part of this article is the little bullet points like they have down here, like the, the findings. Hmm. Um, the first one, their $46.6 million helicopter program costs more money than 14 city departments annual budgets. Yeah, no, it probably costs more than most countries' air forces. Yeah, dude. C 61% of flight time is dedicated to low-priority incidents, such as transportation, general patrol time, and ceremonial flights. I love to ceremonially fly my helicopter. What, are they, what do they mean, <laughs> transportation? Are they flying people around on well, these helicopters? Well, this next one. Some of oh, these transportation dear. and ceremonial flights were inefficient and inappropriate use of city funds, including a passenger shuttle flights for a chill flying quote unquote a okay. flyby at a golf tournament a roundup mm. helicopter transport of two high-ranking lapd officials from headquarters in downtown to a meeting at harbor community police station um <laughs> they also are in certain communities more um so spying on people or just terrorizing people of course yeah they don't even have a formal contract with their log application vendor. So like, do, do you know, they, so they have 16 helicopters. They also have a, a Beechcraft King Air aircraft, <laughs> twin turboprop plane. They, aye, they, aye. The helicopters burn approximately 761,000 gallons of fuel per year and release approximately yeah. 7,427 metric tons of carbon dioxide per mm. year. They burn 47.6 gallons of fuel per hour. Mm -hmm. That's just freaking wild. That's, dude. uh, <laughs> yeah. So anytime, like, people say, like, oh, well, you know, how are we going to afford it? Like, I'm just going to send them this article. Yeah. I, I know where we can make some cuts right away. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, I think, I think we should all. Um, take back those helicopters and we should, I think I, I think I deserve one of them, yeah. you know, I'll accept one of them. You've had a rough um, year. I have. You know what I mean? You deserve a yeah. helicopter. How many, Let's I'm looking you... here, uh, at how many aircraft, uh, New York city has, they have eight. <laughs> <laughs> so they have less than half as many. And yeah. they're the place where 9-11 happened. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, they have like just tons of skyscrapers and stuff like that where like, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense. You need a helicopter for something. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They actually have seven and then and then a plane. Um, 
they have a, a Cessna caravan. Well, you do need a, you do need a plane. Which is, it says Cessna caravan. How else caravan, are they supposed says, to get down to Little St. James? Andy? Right. Use, it says Cessna caravan, usage, surveillance, and counterterrorism. And I want to know how you're doing counterterrorism with a Cessna caravan. That's, <laughs> with that's a pretty well. With a single Like surveillance, okay, like fair enough. You can mount a camera on just about anything, you know, but like, come on. Counterterrorism? Give me a break. Just get some um, drones. Worth noting that uh, the NYPD at least had the the good decency to buy all of its helicopters from Bell, an American company, whereas most of LAPD's helicopters are from uh, Airbus or an Eurocopter. So they can't even they can't even spend our tax money here. Man, it's Ridiculous. all everything's a scam. Ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nowadays, people just buy helicopters from wherever. I guess. Yeah. Um, are you ready for our classic segment think, for sure, man? I think the LAPD might have more helicopters than the United States Park Police. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it, it is absurd. I mean, I just know anecdotally they people have, They have California. more helicopters than the Virginia State Police. <laughs> I mean, shoot, how many, now I want to know how many helicopters, um, the Wait, many San Bernardino Sheriff's have? Department. Okay. number of because up here the police do have helicopters but they're the cheap helicopters too like they're robinson helicopters which are cheap and bad so you know Um, it's like well at least they're being slightly frugal list of helicopters Uh, the san bernardino county sheriff's office has six eurocopters six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen 1415 uh uh vehicles which that includes planes and helicopters some um, of that makes some sense because they cover like a huge area of the san bernardino like wilderness kind of like the mountains and things like yeah but and they cover a, a much wider area than the lapd but still that sounds excessive to me yeah they for sure are flying those freaking things around at like 3 3 a.m over my house mm-hmm. for no reason so yeah that's fun um let's go to for sure man let's 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 check out some weird guys all right um, i've i've now i've gone all blue sky this episode um okay i, I logged into twitter.com you know, with my fake <laughs> you, account, you you did the uh, you did the Abe Simpson walking yeah, in, walking right back out. Saw what was there and went, nope, no thank nope, you. I'm good. Thank, thank I mean, you. But I mean, no. I don't think I don't think it's very easy to find these particularly kind of weird guys on Twitter anymore. I think they're on Blue Sky now, which is That's which true. is good for yes. the the platform. This yeah. is uh Rocket Punches at Rocket Punches Social. Someone made the absurd suggestion that Return of the King is better than Return of the Jedi. So I've decided to sanity check that that Lord of the Rings movies are bad, actually. And I'm feeling fairly, fairly vindicated halfway through Fellowship. I've decided to, I've decided to, <laughs> to, to, to validate watch. my priors. <laughs> and I didn't uh, even get um, a sixth of the way through, but I'm sure I'm right. Yeah. First of all... D- first of all who who made this argument like who cares 
<laughs> well, it's also it's also just a true statement that Return of the King is better than yeah. Return of the Jedi. So much so that I don't think people really need to say it. But whatever. yeah, like nobody holds this this guy's opinion. That's what's so funny to me. Like this yeah. person is. Uh, I realize that some of this is Tolkien just being completely unbothered by the idea of constructing his world in the Lord of the Rings novels. This uses as a source. Um, fact check. Uh, uh, what what uh, the fuck are you talking about? What? That's like I. So okay. <laughs> that's so, like a major criticism of Tolkien le, is that he's obsessed with world building. Let let me let me tell you a brief story here, which was that um I someone had I a friend had posted that they got a new keyboard um and it's a keyboard that has the um what is it the Quenya script uh uh-huh. Tangwar yeah. and yeah. someone was asking me like oh is that the same like do they like how does do they speak the same language in mordor as they as like the elves do or whatever and so i was wikipediaing this and it turns out tolkien thought a lot of this through and he has like (laughs) alphabets for all of these things and like yeah yeah like my man was basically a D &D, like dungeon master working up a quest like well before that was even a thing like it's ridiculous (laughs) i mean he he was he was completely bothered by the idea of constructing his world that's like was his whole thing yeah, it was inventing languages and mythologies and like basically, uh, you know, creating the metaphysics and the the religion and the history of this, you know, fake land. It's so crazy. Like of all the things critiques you could make, that is not one of them. Yeah. Um, but this movie just yes ands past so much more interesting stuff to get back to the action of Gandalf being a gigabrain who can't open a door. The, okay this is see i feel like this is like this is like um this is like marvel cinematic universe inflected thinking you know yeah i don't know it it's just nobody nobody thinks this everyone way everyone thinks but everyone he thinks, thinks that, that he everyone agrees with him <laughs> everyone thinks that they're a film critic and no one actually knows what they're talking about you know because they read like tv tropes once and they're like oh this was an example of uh yeah. The blah, 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 blah. whereas I read TV tropes once but have forgotten it, uh, and so I don't try to pretend that I, you know, like, oh, this is a, an example of the trope of uh, something, uh, whatever thing. Aren't I clever? Um, so there. I just like you. Just I'm begging these people to like find find normalcy. Just get back. To normal. I, I think, you know, for as much as there is an anti-intellectual sort of feeling sentiment in America right now, that people ultimately do really desire to be an expert or at least feel like they're an expert in something. And this is sort of an example of that, right? Yeah. Like this person wants <laughs> to think and wants you to think that they know about film. Um, they and. Don't. Uh, they don't, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess good luck to them. <coughs> yeah. I mean, like to say any of the prequel star Wars movies that get anywhere close to the Lord of the Rings movies is just Lord of the Rings absurd. just lends itself to dark environments where the lighting problems can be more easily hidden. What? <laughs> I'm talking know. about bro. Your movie takes place in space. Yeah. <laughs> 
Peter Jackson also led the charge on directors contributing to audio mixes that are a threat to the health of anyone watching on headphones and a chore on a TV without a giant speaker system. An actual criminal, in my opinion, this mix is atrocious. I would note that it was a movie produced for viewing on a big screen. Yeah. uh, With like a 22 speaker sound system. But also um, as as somebody who regularly watches reaction videos of people watching Lord of the Rings for the first time, like that is like one of my hobbies now. Um yeah. I I have not noticed this. Like I'm listening to bootlegged versions coming through the background speakers of somebody with one earpod in and I can still hear everything. But, it's not But a also like my my other question is like, what did this person want? Like, did this person watch the Blu-ray? Did they stream this? Because like, that is ob- yeah. like, obviously there are things that happen to the audio mix in those cases that are, have nothing to do with the director, you know, like you can have a great movie and have a horrible streaming experience because of how it gets, you know, encoded and all that. This is a bizarre, like I said, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. We need just to move to make on Ian McKellen even, uh, enunciate. I know he can. Um, uh, Ian McKellen does enunciate in it. Like <laughs> it's so, this wacky criticism. Like this, this person has never met another real person in their life. They've just yeah. lived in some sort of bubble containment field. I am sure. They have a lot to say to no one in particular. Does that make I mean, sense? You, you see know? the zero likes on yeah. any of these, right? <laughs> no and zero one, replies, no, too. Zero like, replies, yeah. no engagement, but they went on and on. Yeah. Um. Speaking of, the, now here's someone I wish got no replies. You remember, hmm. do you know Aaron Rupar, RuPaul, Aaron RuPaul? Yes, um, and uh, you're going to read a, a, a skeet from him, and I actually can pull up a, a separate but related uh, tweet as well, because he's been stepping in <laughs> he's it. He's been on one. He's, yeah. he's, I, I, this, I hate what these kind of people do for errands. Like, mm-hmm. this is oh, tarnishing you my me, name. You and then me with Andrews as well, you know? Why they always got to be like this? So this this person says seven years ago, I thought it was impossible that voters were dumb enough to not elect Hillary Clinton. I no longer have that faith in part because there's so much toxic anti Biden sentiment on the left. Wow, toxic. Are we engaging in toxic anti Biden sentiment? We are, um, because as you know, Joe Biden cannot fail. He can only be failed. So you know. It's not that it's not that Biden's overall presidency thus far has been mediocre. It's that you're being mean about it, and that's bad. I will not make that happen. Um, also, uh, uh, late yesterday, Aaron said, my view on the Israel-Palestine conflict is it's been going on for more than a century, and there are shades of gray on both sides. And then someone <laughs> quote tweeted this with a tweet of his from several years ago that w- was basically something to the effect of, um, if you're ever about to write a tweet that includes the worth both sides, just stop. So <laughs> I love I love when people are uh, like uh, caught by their own logic. You know, this is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love how these people are like they're don't say that about Biden. You guys are being mean to Daddy. Which like this next skeet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to learn more about this guy, Michael Pawlowski. Um, Buddy. Looks terrible. 
I we've talked like, about this guy in the past. We, he's, oh, we have. He's he's all over. Uh, yeah, this is the guy who worked at Walmart, uh, like corporate. Oh, um, that guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. They just so keep, these guys just keep popping up. He keeps popping up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Biden administration is setting the groundwork for a next generation clean economy that empowers and uplifts low income and marginalized communities. And he's getting absolutely shat on for doing it by the very people who should be proudest of that accomplishment. I love this, that it's like you're being mean to daddy combined with the peasants don't deserve to care. Well, they should take what they're given. (laughs) I feel like I've said this before a number of times to the point that I worry that I'm getting repetitive. But, you know, the, the thing is that it's not it's not simply that. Uh, it's not good enough for them that they're in charge. They, you have to like it, you know, like, yeah, they, they, they want your undying obeisance to like, no, you, you, you have to respect me. And if you don't, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's it's like feel, you have to swear fealty to the democratic. Right. It's like, it's like, listen, I'm simply above you and thus you owe, you know, respect and obedience to me. That's simply the natural order of things. Um, you know. (laughs) And you know what? I don't. Sort of sense. So <laughs> all I look at them, they say, I they say, but but Daddy Biden's doing so many good things, and nobody cares. And I just simply say, skill issue. Don't don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Still don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> this ain't nothing to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's Cliff Maloney giving us here? Today? Oh, we got uh, this. Is a good one. Um. <clears throat> This is the face of a scumbag. <laughs> Whoa. She ruined breakfast this morning at a Boston diner to do an unannounced health inspection. The immigrant family running the place had to stop to accompany this psycho. Don't give it to me that, that she's just doing her job line. She is what's wrong with America. Here's an idea. Let customers freely choose which restaurants meet their health standard. Not some communist like this evil woman. Get a real job. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I simply love libertarians, you know, um, <laughs> this, this is the thing they're most worried about. There's a literal genocide going on right now, but yeah. this is what, uh, Cliff Maloney has put their, their effort toward. Some of you are hilariously blind to government inefficiency. Okay. <laughs> Someone just replied. Communism is when health standards are met. <laughs> uh, oh God. It's beautiful. It's like, this is why education is so important because this guy obviously never read the jungle. Like if they made him read it in high school, he would not be like this. Also, like, even if there were like in this system, would there not still be health inspectors? They'd just be like privately, you know, like you'd still have to deal with health inspectors. The health inspector that you'd have to pay for the certification to go on your job. But yeah, like that's better. Like there's like the root of the problem he's objecting to here, which is that there is a health inspector like that's still going to exist. So you're not solving the problem as you see it, uh, which is fine because it's not actually a problem. I like to know that the places I eat, you know, um, aren't rat sort of infested or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, uh, next we have a tweet from Grimes. You remember Grimes? <laughs> Sadly, I do. Um. I'm called a Nazi because I happily am am proud of white culture, but (laughs) this is, 
uh, did Grimes has been obviously off the rails for a while now. Yeah. Uh, but here on this, the last day of 2023, uh, we're fully off. We're completely off. Um, so, yeah, whatever. If you're writing a tweet where you're like, I'm called a Nazi, but... <laughs> But every day, so. I think fondly of the brown king Cyrus the Great, who invented yeah. the first ever empire, and the Japanese icon Murasaki Shikibu, Shikibu, who wrote the first novel ever. What if humans just loved each other? History yeah. teaches us that we have all been and will always be great. Yeah, I what? don't know. I don't know what... Uh... I don't, I don't know what sort of uh, substances Grimes is on, but uh, or off you know, of <laughs> that, yeah, something's going on there. Um, probably worth looking into. Um, Aaron, can you describe this next tweet? This is a tweet that says, "This is so evil, man." <laughs> okay, evil country. Get, um, get down here, uh... and it's an image. <laughs> um, it is. It's it's of a gift card shelf. Uh huh. Um, and there's a, um, <laughs> there's a $49 gift card here mm-hmm. for MD box. Don't feel well. Video chat with a medical provider anytime, anywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> MD box. Um, They're giving you gift cards for medicine for, yeah. for going to the a doctor. A $49 gift card for like an e-visit, a telehealth Also visit. not not a $50 gift card. Well, and do, <laughs> $49. Do, you, do you want do you want to know how much uh, MD Box's telehealth visits cost? $50. $59. <laughs> so this doesn't even fully cover a single where's, visit. Where's my bell? I haven't used my bell in so long, but <laughs> This is, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is the epitome of America in the 21st century is that there's like a gift card for a doctor's visit now, you know? <laughs> like, oh, here you go. I, you'll, you'll need to go to the doctor at least sometime this year, I'm sure. Uh, this will help defray some of the cost. <laughs> Stuff like this only makes me more convinced that God is real and he hates us. Mm-hmm. Like, this thing's the only yeah. conclusion. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's truly, so terrible. Truly bizarre. Uh, truly, truly a, uh, uh, you know. Weird, the whores, weird place, man. The whores persist. Um, so do the treats, though, and we'll get into that. But, uh, yeah, boy, uh, overwhelming sometimes. Next, we have milk harassment. This is from Jack Schlossberg. I hate, I hate when milk harassment. Milk harassment, period. Milk harassment needs to stop. Milk is milk. You know it when you see it. Milk comes from a mammal. Oak, <laughs> almond, rice, cashew, these are foods. So they become beverages, but not milk. Not that easy to make milk. Litigation, question mark? <laughs> milk is, is milk. Like, you know it when you see it, Andrew. Milk is milk. You know it when you see it. Um, yeah. I need to see this milk. <laughs> then I can know it's really milk. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's I don't I don't have anything else to say on that. I just um I got to be honest with you Andrew, these talkies are um uh doing a number on me, so we're going to just go forward to the next segment. And we're going to end this episode real quick after this. So let's see what this is. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a sandwich report here. Um Ooh. I had a really good sandwich this week, and I feel like we need to love and appreciate sandwiches more. I had a sandwich from yeah, I think that's uh, true. The Brown Bag Deli 
Um, mm-hmm. It was free to me. Uh, fortunately, it was purchased for me by work, which is, uh, you know, there is such a thing as a free lunch. Um, and this was a, uh, a the number 14 Molly's favorite. So this is uh, roast turkey, mozzarella, spinach, tomato, red onion, sun-dried tomato pesto, served grilled on a ciabatta. Um, Ooh, and good. I know you're thinking mozzarella, you're probably thinking like, you know, like a slice of mozzarella. No, we're talking like, you know, the big hunks of like fresh mm. mozzarella, you Where know? the guys cut it weird and you're like, how are they cutting yeah, it? Yeah, like in this yeah. non-Euclidean way, but they, right, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it's not, it doesn't evenly cover the sandwich, but you know what? I'm okay with that. Um, and it was big delicious, mods. delicious. We love oh, it. Oh man. This place has some Tremendous good sandwiches. Sandwich. I lo- yeah. This is a good kind of place. Leroy's it's a good kind of place it's it's like it's like this tiny little shop like uh off like it's not on the main street in where it is it's like a couple you know it's like down an alleyway kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know and like they just make good sandwiches you know their menu is small they got sandwiches and they got salads and that's pretty much it and if you you got a kid if you got a kid we'll make them a pb and j or a grilled cheese okay listen here you go. <laughs> this is like the coffee bit, like, but it's yours is like with sandwiches. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. You know it's a good sandwich when number one, it comes wrapped in wax paper, uh, and the numbers scribbled on it in uh what appeared to be crayon. Um <laughs> and then secondly, yeah. that wax paper is relatively greasy from the pesto. Yeah. Um yeah. That's what you want. You want that's a good you want to yeah. see it seeping. You want seepage. Yes. Yeah. Speaking exactly. of seepage, Andrew, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I need to go. So um we'll stop this recording and I will talk to you later, okay? Alrighty. See ya. <laughs> Bye. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing